Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa Curry-Lowitz, and I'm here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Elisa. Today it is Wednesday, December 22nd. Yup, we are on the other side of the winter solstice. So the days are only getting longer. We have passed the shortest day of the longest year and it's only up. We're only moving up and we're harnessing our power. We're empowering ourselves. We're practicing awareness. We're getting into our bodies. We're learning to let go. We are healing. We are accepting. We are forgiving all of these things. This is the time where so many of us are giving ourselves away and we're giving our energy to people, places, and things. We are spending our money. We are challenging our worth right? Giving things away that we don't have (laughs) and sort of pushing, uh, we're pushing our energy outside of our body, you know, all in the hopes of tradition, all in the hopes of acceptance and love and family. On top of that, with this pandemic, there is that layer of fear. So I really challenge you today to come back into your body, pay attention to the narratives that you are following and how that is affecting your life, right? And I'm also challenging you to make safe choices for yourself, safe choices, to practice self-love, to practice self-awareness, to love yourself, fill your cup instead of this like depleting, giving, fear uh, driven narrative that I just, I feel it all around me. I mean, every single day I wake up and I have to really ground myself and remind myself that I am safe, that I am smart, that I am making good choices for myself and my family and and filling my own cup first. So that's just a little challenge, just a little pre. And we are gonna get into moving energy today with my guest, Teresa Levine. She is an EFT specialist. We are going to get into it. And this episode comes at such a, a an important time time where we're off we're off our schedules and our routines even though like i mentioned the layer of fear that's going on in the world right now and the layer of pressure most people are coming from very unique situations there are some that have less fear there are some that have more there are people that are alone in the world during the holidays and regardless of a pandemic this is a very difficult time for them there are others that you know, that thought wouldn't have even come into their minds because they have an abundance of support and family in their circles. So there is a huge spectrum of listeners today of people going through a wide variety of emotion and EFT, otherwise known as tapping, is such an important tool to help. And we are going to get into this with, again, my guest, Teresa Hu. Um, She's actually from Maryland. 
and she is an entrepreneur with a background of psychology, nutrition, and fitness. And she has been helping women work on various aspects of their mental and physical health. Because yes, this taps into everything for 25 years. She is a wealth of knowledge and she uses a blend of EFT and psychology together to move stagnant energy, to overcome anxiety, distractions, limiting patterns, so that you can feel happy and present and fulfilled and in alignment with yourself and have clarity on your beliefs and have clarity on your values and actionable steps to move forward without those without feeling stuck and that stress and that pressure. This episode is actually quite unique because Teresa actually moves through uh, a little bit of the technique live on the air. So if this is something that you're not really interested in, you can fast forward. There's about three to five minutes where we're actually doing the tapping, but I do encourage you to do it with us. For me in this episode, we she starts to move energy for a headache, which is something that we all have. So <laughs> I do encourage you to do along with this if it's safe for you to do so. Then stay tuned afterwards as we break down a lot of the psychological layers of how EFT can really benefit you. So without further ado, let's get into this because we all need to move some of that stagnant energy that has been accumulating over this the longest year ever. Here is my guest, Teresa Levine. All right, hello, Teresa. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is so cool. Like we've recently come into each other's bubble. We've like connected in a really cool way through our mutual friend, Tira. Um, And, you know, getting to know you, deep diving into your work, I am thrilled to have you on the show today because you you're you're cool you do some really cool stuff and without further ado let's talk about EFT a little bit <laughs> how do you why don't we just dive right in really gotten to know each other really well yet so mm-hmm. I just feel like this is a great get to know you conversation and absolutely I'm to see where it goes mm-hmm. what do you want to know about EFT so okay EFT has been uh, a term a emotional freedom technique or therapy what is techniques. it techniques okay um that has been around for a really long time so some of our listeners may have heard of it before I certainly have in but more on the realm of like high performance sport and in Um, the Chinese medicine, acupuncture, sort of realms of therapy. Uh, I mean, I've done it all. I, I love, I love outside the box therapy, Um, which I guess this is kind of that, is it not? Would you consider this to be sort of outside? It's it's holistic. It's more of a holistic approach. Um, It's so interesting because if you'd asked me if it was outside of the box, if you, you know, however long ago before I really got into it myself, I would have thought yes. And the more I do it, the more it feels like this is the most logical way that anybody mm -hmm. could ever possibly deal with anything that they're Mm -hmm. going through past, present, future that I'm like doesn't feel out of the box at all. It feels way more sane and logical and like in alignment than so many other things. But yeah, I guess it's, I wouldn't say out of the box. I'd say probably off a lot of people's radars. Off a lot. Okay. I like that a lot. That's really, it's a good way to sort of distinct, like it's a good distinction there. So EFT. As far as, mo- as long as it's been around, there's still so many people that don't know about it. You know? Absolutely. It's been around for like 
40, it's been around like as long as me, <laughs> so 40 some years. And um, yeah, but it's still really gaining popularity. You know, it does seem like more now when I say EFT or otherwise known as tapping, a lot yes. of people might know that term instead. Tapping, yes. There's more people say, oh yeah, I have heard of that. Or, you know, people love to get it confused though with EMDR because I get all the people that are like, is, is that what Prince Harry's doing? Yeah. Like, everybody hears, like, in the news. Like, and I'm like, no, I have to explain the differences. But, yeah, so. So, okay, tapping. Definitely a term that I hear more often. And, I mean, acronyms can be tough. And, like, people don't even know what LOL means sometimes. So, EFT, talk about it. What is it? Okay, so it does combine some of that ancient stuff that we're talking about, like the Chinese medicine and things okay. like that that, focus on what we call our meridian endpoints in our body. So if you think about your body as a whole and you have this system that goes through it for your energy and it's your meridian system and there's all these different endpoints where different meridians meet up and it's the principle on which acupressure and acupuncture are all based on, yep. which mm-hmm. people you know do understand usually when you bring them up and do know what they are. So we use meridian endpoints to tap on with our fingers. So needle-free, you don't have to worry about any coming at you, but it's the same points that get accessed with acupressure or acupuncture, or even like a deep tissue massage if you want to be even a little bit more sure, basic. Sure, um, That, you know, releases things. Yes. So you get a lot of release from the body with those kind of things. But when you combine that with modern psychology and focusing on the things that you want to transcend, release, improve, whatever, mm-hmm. you really neutralize a lot of the fight or flight stuff that tends to go on in our nervous system. Mm. So it's, it's crazy to think about it, but you can literally apply the EFT tapping techniques to anything you can feel. So that's the Mm. whole realm of physical pain, injury, sports, performance, all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. as well as the emotional realm, you know, past traumas or bothersome memories, anxiety, all sorts of different things that are, you know, kind of more inner. So, and it doesn't matter whether it's something that happened, you know, decades ago or when you were born or what have you, or if it's something that you're going through right now or something that you're worried about happening, we can use Mm -hmm. it on any and all of it. And from the standpoint of speed, it is way faster and more effective than just doing like talk therapy. Or just releasing things through the body because you're really bringing together all of your bodies because, you know, we have our physical body and we have our emotional body and our spiritual body and our mental body. And this brings them all together and allows them to work together. So is what you're saying the actual practice of doing this is a physical tapping as well as a talk therapies like you are talking through things as you're tapping? Yes, unless you were just visualizing or thinking about them, which is also acceptable. Not quite as effective for a lot of things, but yes. So you would be tapping on these meridian endpoints, which realizing that this is audio and not visual, yeah, just kind yeah. of walk you through some of the main ones, that which would be the side of the hand, we call it the karate chop point. So if you're thinking about breaking a board and you have that side, yeah. uh, that far side of your hand where your pinky is, yeah. tap on that with the fingers from our other hand. Usually I take the four fingers from my opposite hand, doesn't matter which hand you're tapping on and which hand's doing the tapping for any of the points. And I just tap lightly on the side of my hand in that karate chop point. Okay, I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing that right now. It does feel somewhat soothing, but where where am I? What's why am I doing this? 
Well, we use that point specifically to set up what we're going to be working on. And so... Okay. Got anything bugging you? <laughs> can, I, can I coach you on something? Yeah. Today, well, I have a massive headache and I have... I ha- I'm going through depression. <laughs> if we're gonna, okay. if we're gonna like get get down to the to the yeah. deep core of it, it's been a very challenging year, and I'm with the darker days and sort of like the holidays coming up. I get overwhelmed, which causes um, like a physical feeling of depression. It's not necessarily mental in all cases, but it does weigh heavy on my back. That's how I feel. All right. I'm like breaking out the notebook. Break it out. Yeah. Let's go. I'm going to take some notes. I'm going to coach you through this. I'm going to show people how this is done and I'll coach you through it. So the depression is something that has been part of your life for a while. Something that's seasonal more than. Mm, I would say it's been part of my life for a while in the sense that I grew up um, on, in high performance sports. So the highs and lows were part of the game. The, just the thrill and joy of world cup winning world cups performance, the downside of that like felt low. Um, a lot of adrenaline, a lot of adrenaline. I'm an adrenaline junkie. At least I was, I'm starting to calm that down over the last five years, which has caused a lot of depression in itself. So like some of it's definitely conscious depression and others is like, a deep something. Yeah. Do you have something that you would call anxiety with that also? Totally. Or is it different? We're getting deep, you guys. Like, uh, <laughs> everyone listens like, ooh. <laughs> like straight into session with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> straight in. Um, you know, anxiety is a funny word to me. I find it hard to call what I feel anxiety because... It used to feel so different in my body. Would I call it a stress response? Yes. Um, but like, I I can, I can feel grounded. I feel present in my body. And okay. I also have like mo- moments of overwhelm, if you will. Yeah. The depression, it's not seasonal. Where do you no, feel it in your body? Uh, I feel it in my back, in my shoulders, in my neck, like my back body, okay. all the way down to the bottoms of my feet, like, like heavy walking. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you think about it, does it, this is, might sound like weird if you've never thought about things this way, but does that, that pain or that sensation or that discomfort have a color or a texture. Yeah, it's like a smoky molasses garbage um, swirl. (laughs) How's that sound? I don't think I've ever had anyone describe it that perfectly and that quickly. Usually like, well, mm." yeah. It comes smoky in through my garbage. Was it smoky molasses garbage swirl? Swirl. It? It's like a swirling, okay. smoky, mel- like, but moving slow, like a lava, gotcha. but black okay. and molasses-y. Mm-hmm. So let's take the top off this headache first, because I know that not only you will benefit from that, but listeners that are having a headache might yeah. be like, cool, I can tap along with this. The mm-hmm. headache, is that related to these other feelings, you think? Yes and no. I mean, I... I've, I've kind of, I've been taking some polls on Instagram about the moon cycles <laughs> and I think that I'm like, I get headaches around the moon cycles, which I think there's a new moon somewhere in the, these days. Yeah. 
Yeah. By the time this this episode comes out, I think we're we're looking at full moon. Yeah, I believe when you said the release date, we'll be just past a full moon when this one comes out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so the headache. What does the headache feel like to you? Uh, it's front, just uh, front behind the eyes. Classic in my Mike's case. Is it sharp, dull, achy? What's it like? Achy, not sharp. Just like a, it's there. I kind of just want to close my eyes and not work anymore but (laughs) but here we are but here we are (laughs) all right let's let's see where this goes so we're going to tap on that side point and then just to kind of walk listeners through it before we get into it because you'll be following along with me i'll try to kind of mention the points okay um we're going to start on the side point and then we're going to move to the top of the head again it's just kind of like from the top of my head i use like my thumb my forefinger i use all of it and just kind of like i pepper my hand around the top of my head yeah we're going to hit the areas around your orbital eye bone socket whatever that is um so you're going to go like where the hair on your eyebrow starts that's the eyebrow point you're going to go on the side of your eye okay that's called the side of the eye point um and then we're going to go under the eye which is literally just kind of like under your eye where that bone is under your eye we're going to go under the nose we're going to go under the lips okay we're going to go to the collarbone point which is really kind of like if you it's a sore spot on your chest really it's not you're not tapping on the bone itself if Mm -hmm. you were like doing the pledge of allegiance and then you which I can hear in Canada, that doesn't make a no, lot of no, sense. No, but I think right? we know what that is. Yeah, yeah, we're good. <laughs> if you were putting your hand over your heart to solemnly swear or something, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And you reached your fingers a little bit further, you find that sore spot. You know, like yeah, when you've like totally. exercised or you worked out and you know yeah, yeah. your chest muscles are sore. That's um, that's kind of that collar bone tapping cool. point area. Okay, got and it. And then under the arm, which for any ladies listening, that's the bra strap pretty much. Okay. Right under the arm. There. So we're not going to the armpit. We're going like right where the bra strap goes. All right. So we're going to start on the side of the hand. And when you think about the headache, um, we use a subjective units of distress scale. So on a zero to 10, how bad is this headache for you right now with 10 being the worst? It's probably like a three or a four. I would say not so bad. Not too bad. All right. So we're just starting on the side of the hand. We'll see what we can do with this headache because I know that is something that everyone deals with from time to time. And I'm just going to have you repeat after me. And here's the thing with EFTs, the little pointers I'm going to put in here throughout it. It likes specificity. So it likes it when you're specific. Yeah. So the more details and things, if I'm not getting it quite right or whatever, feel free to change it up or make it more specific. And to really speak into it, you know, instead of you know, kind of just saying the words, feel mm-hmm. the words, mm-hmm. feel what's happening there. We're trying to move energy that is stuck in your body. Okay. That's what that headache's all about. Okay. So we're, um, we're going to do the setup phrasing here, which we do this three times, and you're just going to repeat after me. Okay. Even though I have this awful headache. Even though I have this awful headache. And I wish it would go away. And I wish it would go away. I deeply love, accept, and forgive myself. I deeply love, accept, and forgive myself. Even though my head is achy. Even though my head is achy. And I wish I didn't have to even record this podcast right now. (laughs) I wish I didn't even have to record this podcast right now. I love, accept, and forgive myself. I love, accept, and forgive myself. Ooh, that's good. Even though this headache is really hurting in the front of my head. Even though this headache is really hurting in the front of my head. I honor the feeling and accept how I feel. I honor the feeling and accept how I feel. Now, for those of you that aren't, that can't see us... (laughs) 
I am tapping the side of my finger there. We both yeah, are. We've been tapping that karate. We've been tapping that karate. This, but now we're going to move to the top of the head. Okay. We're basically going to speak into that pain. So, so, you know, all this achiness. All this achiness. I really feel it in the front of my forehead. I really feel it in the front of my... Now, should I change to my eyebrow like yeah. you are? Okay. If that's where it is. Yeah. I really feel it right here. Right behind my eyes. Right We're behind my the eye. side of the eye now for the tapping. So I've been tapping all around my face and on the top of my head as I say these words. Yep. And then we're going under the eye. Under the eye. All this achiness. All this achiness. Oh. Now I'm going to under the nose and above the lip. Wow. Such a dull, bothersome pain in my head. Such a dull, bothersome pain in my head. I hope that you guys listening are following along with us and doing this too yeah if you have a headache do this it, it really does work wonders oh i'm on my We're chin now under the lip right now yeah i wish i could just close my eyes i wish i could just close my eyes we're gonna go to the collarbone point does it matter which side doesn't matter you can you can even do both sides oh Some of these points we have bilaterally so like the side of the eye the eyebrow point under the eye you can do two hands if you like okay Wish this headache would go away. I wish this headache would go away. Moving to under the arm. Okay. This dull pain behind my eyes. This dull pain behind my eyes. Now we're going to go through the same points again. So I'm okay. not going to say the points again, but basically we're just going from the top of the head, around the eye, under the nose, under the mouth, collarbone, under the arm. Okay. This pain in my head. This pain in my head. So dull and achy. So dull and achy. I've moved on to my eye. Mm-hmm. Just want to close my eyes. Just want to close my eyes. And just let it go away. And just let it go away. This is really a bother in the middle of my day. This is really a bother in the middle of my day. And I'm right now above my lip again. I'm moving through all those points. Yeah. Now I'm on the chin. This really messes with what I want to do with my day. <laughs> this really messes with what I want to do with my day. Okay, I totally see where this is going. I got it. Like this, and now I'm back on the collarbone. So, yep. so the therapy really, and I know this is a super condensed, like, yes. we're just so giving us a tip of the iceberg. Points, mm -hmm. We would go through once more, usually trying to bring a little bit of openness and potential for, mm -hmm. you know, accepting things there and then we would reevaluate things so I don't know if with the condensation of it all and everything if you've noticed any shift or any opening or any less resistance to your headache but you can speak into that because you're the one with headache you know what I kind of I do to the sense of you know I do like the tapping was definitely pulling my attention away from it and it was like soothing it was like a soothing it was soothing it it's very soothing I would sending those it's sending you know a flood of the right kind of hormones to the places that need them and it really can I mean if, if we were really going to work on this headache until the end probably take us 10 or 15 minutes but you would not have a headache at the end like it works yes. amazingly well on headaches on migraines on all different physical pains when somebody can get a really like empowered win working on themselves with their own fingertips and their own words and feeling something go away like immediately in the moment 
then it gets a lot easier to work on the things that aren't as tangible, like, you know, a fear or a limiting belief mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, the depression and things that you were talking about, which obviously, you know, with the time constraints, we won't go into that too much, but we would be speaking to that with tapping, you know, even though I'm feeling really depressed and down, I mm-hmm. honor that feeling and am open to the possibility of things getting better or, you know, whatever, and really talking into that and describing that smoky molasses garbage swirl and going through all those points and allowing it to release and allowing you to feel a little bit better as things balance out. I mean, this, it really does tapping changes your genes. Like that's how well it works. It literally alters your genes. Interesting. Some permanently and some for like, like periods of time, but there's, there's marked uh, noticeable differences in, in genes. And I love that tapping is scientific because all the stuff is proven. It's, it works. You don't even have to believe in it. It just works. Okay. Now do you do sessions like virtually then? I do. Okay. I mean, so I like, why don't we all the main part of my coaching during the pandemic, but okay. it's been the most convenient way for me to do things anyway, as a mom of four. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. Okay, so that's good. So I'm going to book you and we're going to work through my depression on another date. Woo! <laughs> Easy peasy. <laughs> okay, so so you mentioned something about self-healing and I really want to get into that. But that's that's ultimately my goal is to not only heal myself, which I have been doing for the last decade in the most profound ways. And I also like as you know and as the listeners know, I teach people how to pay attention to their lives in ways that help them to heal themselves. So I have an interesting question for you. Why do you think that smart, intelligent women or people, primarily women listen to the show, avoid self-healing? I think a lot of people miss the mark on where the healing is needed. And they might think it's one thing and it's something else. I, I do a lot of work with the chakra system in conjunction with EFT tapping. Yes. And the the higher seventh, you know, chakras and things are those like ethereal kind of airy fairy kind of ideas. Whereas our lower chakras, that's our physical world and the mm-hmm. things that are actually here with us. It's our it's our past, it's our families, it's our tribe, it's our it's all that stuff. But the thing is that if we don't have the lower chakras cleared and balanced and spinning and working the way that they're supposed to, we have no way to support all of the the goals and the ideas and the things that we want to bring to reality in our life. So you really do have to go back and clear out the gunk from the past and the traumas from the past. And sometimes you don't even realize what they are until you start taking those layers off. I always say that doing EFT is kind of like peeling an onion where there's just all these different layers. You think it's one thing and it's something totally different underneath. And Mm -hmm. for me, I have had in my years of using it, a lot of things come up that I'd totally forgotten about or at least suppressed. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I can remember vividly and vibrantly good and bad things, but Mm -hmm. it, it allows me to know what I need to work on next and to know that I don't need to be afraid to work on it because it's completely non-traumatizing to do this work. There's, you can't hurt yourself. You can't make it worse. And if you're working, if you have things that are particularly bad in your past, definitely work with a professional because they'll really know how to, you know, keep you in the present and, yes. and keep things going smoothly. But you sometimes just don't know what needs to be worked on. But when you work at things in a systematic way and you're kind of like figuring out like the, the base of things with the 
the lower chakras and then building upon it, you really figure out kind of like what needs to get cleaned out on each level in order to really heal and feel a difference in your life. So when you're talking about trauma and bringing up trauma, some one of the things that really comes up in my work often is clients will say, oh, well, I had a great childhood. Nothing ever happened in my childhood. Uh, my parents were great. And then we start to, like you say, unpeel the layers and you're like, and then you start to realize how you learned self-abandonment, how you learned to cope and survive with some of the things that, you know, our parents are doing their best. We don't, there's no blame here, but it's really interesting that when you start to tap in, whether it's with physical tapping and EFT and start to talk this stuff through and go a little deeper, the things that actually come up. So do you find that people are surprised with some of the things that come up, not just yourself, but like your clients? Definitely, because I think most people, especially when you're just getting to know somebody that you're working with, your practitioner or what have Mm -hmm. you, it's not like you want to like throw out all the dirty laundry at once. Sometimes you don't (laughs) really have it. You know, like you really don't, you're thinking, gosh, things were pretty good. And they really probably were, if that's how you, how you really feel about it. But there's, doesn't mean that there's not something underneath of there that's become a block for you Mm -hmm. that is still holding you back from something, you know, and maybe just an incident that seemed small, but then when you think about it again, you're like, oh, hey, you know, I don't know that, that thing that happened in the cafeteria in elementary school or on the bus in high school or late at night in college or whatever. And you're like, oh, hey, like there's something here that is an issue for me still now. And that's one of the profound things about EFT as it helps people. I mean, you talk about this on your website, on your blog, in various areas and other EFT sort of when I in my world of high perf- uh, high performance sport I mean it helps people in recovery uh, from like hard workouts and like uh, on as a physiotherapy sort of technique but also a lot of Olympians use it for beating their personal bests and sure. raising their performance and all sorts of things yes raising their performance absolutely and mental focus um, but it also helps with things like procrastination and like weight loss is that a thing and like even yep becoming a CEO boss, babe, like improving your life in your decision-making for like your career moves and self-sabotage. There's like tons of layers here. Tons. So basically what you're saying is every single person listening right now would benefit from some version or form of EFT. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And oh my gosh, I love this. I mean, come to think of it now that as I focus in on my headache, I would say it's, it's gone. I no longer have a headache. That's wonderful. Yeah. How interesting. How interesting. So it was one of the things that comes up often uh, when I start to talk about or preach outside the box methods or anyone that's thinking that this might be a little voodoo magic outside of their realm is that it's psychosomatic that this is placebo effect do you get that yeah i mean people question eft all the time as being kind of this woo woo thing and mm-hmm. i love the woo i'm all about the woo i'm all about the woo um, too um, <laughs> so, bring mean, on the woo I like working things like on the woo-woo side of things into my work, Mm -hmm. but not everybody does. Mm -hmm. And 
I didn't want to approach it from that side either. I wanted to learn how it actually worked and why it worked and everything else, because then at least there's, there's evidence. You don't have to, I, I work with people that are kind of more spiritual and woo woo and I yep. work with people that are more logical and just, you know, just fix me. Just, <laughs> and sometimes I, I think it's funny when people are like, oh, that doesn't work. It's just psychosomatic. And it's like, well, even if it is, you're still seeing a benefit to your life. Even if like you're able to think your way out of tra- a traumatic response, that is the goal here. Like that's a positive thing. Placebo effect is is okay everyone subconscious is holding like 80 to 85 percent of your voting power on anything oh yeah so So let's let's talk about that a little bit what do you mean by that i mean the things that you're conscious of and your conscious behaviors are only holding 15 or 20 percent of you know what you think you're you have control over Mm. kind of like like willpower if you're say you're going to do a workout or start a new program of eating or whatever, mm-hmm. you've only got about 15% of that, that willpower in your, your consciousness. And then there's all the other things that you're like, Oh God, I don't know why, but I just couldn't stick with it. Or, you know, only made it a week or whatever. And it's all subconscious, all subconscious. So the, so the, so are you saying that the reason that people drop out of something they've committed to is a subconscious response? Is that what you mean by that? Not always, but I mean, if it's something that they really wanted to do and wanted to be invested in and they're not following through with it, there's very likely a subconscious response happening there, some self-sabotage or yeah. some fears, some limiting beliefs, all those you know, big players that we can uncover a little bit better with good energy work. So subconscious, let's just stay on that for a second because oftentimes I'm not sure that people really get what the subconscious is. Can you speak to it a little bit? Well, in terms of what is really easily understandable, it's kind of like that iceberg diagram that you see like yeah. people use where you've got like a little bit above the surface of the water and then you've got like the majority of it underneath. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, all, all the things that you're, you have awareness around and have control, I'm using air quotes here, over are kind of in that that conscious realm. And then in the, the subconscious realm, I mean, our subconscious records everything. Things that we may never even consciously remember, our subconscious has taken notes on all of it and has them like filed away. If we were a computer, like it's our hard drive. And that is what's running our programs. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I switched from iceberg to computers, but, you know, it's all. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I stayed with you. This, I got gotcha. you. how my brain works. I think if my brain were the analogy, it would be have like 100 tabs okay. open at all times. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, it's like the subconscious is kind of like our hard drive. And, you know, we can kind of pull files down and out of it. But for, for the most intents and purposes, like, we just, we're not looking at or using most of the stuff that's there. And, yeah. So, there's a lot that we're just not not aware of and You're right but it's all there so we can work on it you actually you know I, I work with people sometimes who don't even know what happened to them I mean there's all different reasons why people wouldn't know what happened but they know that something did and you don't have to know the story to okay. release it and release what it's doing in your energy system because we are all walking around with way higher level of like day-to-day kind of our baseline stress or anxiety Mm, than we realize. Yes. 
when when you start tapping and realizing like, ooh, hey, this is actually what it feels like to not be stressed out and anxious. And, you know, when, when your hormones kind of start doing their things again or something comes and triggers you, then, you know, you're, you're back into that feeling. But you, you get a difference. You get to feel the difference. You get to understand the difference. And you can bring yourself to that place a lot easier mm-hmm. when you understand how to do it. That that That's beautiful because, I mean... There is this time, this day and age is so unpredictable. It's so chaotic on so many levels. And this pandemic has really brought to the surface so much of that unconscious trauma uh, that I have I have heard so many stories of I have such bad anxiety. My my depression is is coming to the forefront. And yeah, we're blaming it on seasons and we blame it on darker days. Like I even said that myself, but I think I've gone through a lot of shit this past couple of years, as have we all. And to discount that and is not necessarily in my favor, our favor. Like my best friend just told me the other day that she had a panic attack. I'm like, oh my God, I hear you. It's an amazing method for panic attacks. The the important thing here is that we can't can't shove these emotions down. Mm -hmm. All these things, they need to be voiced. They need to be honored. They need to be heard. And they need to have space held for them. Yes. Because the way that the the yucky, uh, smoky, molasses, garbage swirl type emotions (laughs) need to move is up and out. Up and And out, okay. What we're doing with the tapping. We are getting that energy moving so that it can then be released. And then what we have left feels a heck of a lot better. Now, now this goes against a lot of like traditional therapy because, you know, as a trauma response or as a a coping mechanism, oftentimes people stay in that freeze. So a fight, flight, freeze. They stay in their avoidance until enough time has passed. And what what's what's traumatizing or causing anxiety or stress in the body has time to sort of fall down into the subconscious has time to sort of and we think we're better but what has really happened is that settled down into a nice new layer in the onion that's going to come up the next time something happens something else like it or what even unlike it that seems completely unrelated triggers that same response Mm -hmm. so what we do with this work is to help calm that response. Yeah. But the cool thing is, is that like, like I said, if you don't want to talk about it, you can tap without talking about it, or you can, you know, mm-hmm. we can tap in ways that work around it and find a way to give it that voice. Because for as long as it's being kind of pushed down and it's being suppressed, it's always going to be part of that baseline anxiety that you just can't, the baseline stress, the mm-hmm. increased cortisol, all the things that you just can't, get rid of Mm -hmm. and you know tapping actually can lower the cortisol levels in your body by up to 43 percent in less than 10 minutes of tapping oh my god so let's just say if you were tapping on your headache even and you were doing that for 10 minutes yeah sure your headache goes away but your cortisol in general is lowered and that means less resistance, less resistance to ideas, less resistance to opportunities, less resistance to all different things. Oh, so that wow. then you can be that more like loving, compassionate, accepting person, not just to other people, but to yourself. 
And that is really mm. important because so much of this is that ugly inner voice that's always mm. you know, saying the things that are coming up and, and that you don't even realize. I mean, because that inner voice can say things a million times faster than my mouth can mm-hmm. and get a whole lot more damage <laughs> done in less time. Oh, yeah. So learning to control that inner mean girl with this is really helpful too. But yeah, I mean, bringing your cortisol down is going to improve everything. Oh yeah. Like inflammation, weight, weight loss, weight gain, like sleep, uh, digestion, like all the things, like literally all of the things. Okay. So you talked about letting go. So tapping when we're having the stress response or even when we aren't, when we have it, when, because like headaches could be a stress response. We're not even aware of that when we're working on ourselves through tapping, let's just say, and we are letting things go. Okay, the word letting go, it's not a trigger for me. However, it is in the sense when people are like, just let it go. And I, I I like that when someone if I'm like having an emotional response, and someone's like, let it go, I want to tell them, you know, where to go. <laughs> and it's not fun. I'm still holding on to it right now. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Bye. Get out of my this face. My yes. So, however, letting go of energy is like kind of sort of my life goal. Letting go of old narratives is my life's goal, my life's work. What does letting go mean for you? Well, it kind of depends on what I'm trying to let go of. But it usually means coming to a place of forgiveness, mm-hmm. whether I'm forgiving myself. I'm or happy you said that word. Someone else. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and acceptance. It's, it's it's literally all the things that at the end of that setup statement: love, accept, and forgive. That's it, when when we can learn with any situation to love, accept, and forgive. Mm-hmm. We can transcend it. Mm-hmm. But it's a matter of where that love, accept, and forgive needs to be applied, which also can get off off topic, but off, off target, kind of like knowing what to heal or whatever. Oh, that just like connected some dots in the knowing what to heal thing for me. I was like, oh, because I asked you that question of why do smart, intelligent people avoid self-healing and knowing what to heal. And and something just came into my mind, which I'm not going to (laughs) say to the listeners, but like, I just had an aha moment about knowing what to heal inside of myself. And it always comes back to that forgiveness because forgiveness was such a hard thing for me to understand. I always thought I had to suck it up, suck up what happened to forgive for someone else, not really recognizing that forgiving isn't forgetting, but it's detaching oh, wow. from it's detaching from the the narrative that the reaction. The, yes. Yes, and letting go. So the forgiveness is for... And it's for you. It's, it's for entirely you. Yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you need to go like be friends again or have a right. relationship with or whatever with whoever wronged you or whatever it is that you're forgiving. It doesn't even have to be a person. Be all different things that we're working on forgiveness on. But yeah, it's, it's all about your emotional freedom from that circumstance. And what holding on to it is costing you otherwise. Ooh. The, the mm-hmm. weight that it's like figuratively having you carry around on a day-to-day basis. It's similar to that baseline of anxiety and stress that we're all just kind of brushing off. Like, oh, it's just, you hear this one all the time. It's just normal stress. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true, eh? Normal stress. 
Okay, so like, I'm, happy, I'm happy to hang on to that. Like, this is just what I just normally deal with. I'm so I'm I'm so capable that I can handle this normal stress every day. Right. You know, I'm being facetious. So yes. that way, I'd be like, oh, you know, I got it. It's really I'm really stressed. It's like kind of up there with like I'm really busy. Like everybody's like giving them this themselves this badge for being stressed and busy, and it's time to get over it. I know the the the. Yeah, it's not normal. It's common. We've had, I've had this discussion many, many times where of like, people are like, normalize this, normalize hustle culture, normalize whatever. It's like, no, I'm not going to normalize that. It's already like, it's just, it's a common thing that people talk about, but it's not normal in the body. We were not created to hold that. And our society, how we've evolved, has just led us astray, awry, led us down this path that we cannot heal ourselves, that we need to spend money and to buy into programs in order to heal, and that we don't have the capabilities to do it, that modern medicine's the answer, that, I don't know, there's whatever the narrative goes, whatever you believe, however you believe that right now, how do you manage stress? That's what you believe. But there is another way. There's always another way that we just haven't learned about. And that ties into why intelligent, smart women avoid self-healing. It like, as I'm kind of speaking out loud here, it's because they don't know. And we, we tend to dismiss that which we don't know. So it's, it's such an interesting thing. So if you haven't tried it, how can you judge it? If you haven't like experienced or seen you know, everyone's looking for that guarantee. You you see like in weight loss programs how yeah. you'll lose 10 pounds in a week, guaranteed. And then you starve yourself and you lose 10 pounds. Well, great, you gain it back in two seconds. You know, you buy a car, you get a car. You, you spend, you invest in other things and you get a physical product. But when it comes to like your wellness, how do you create a guarantee that you will heal? Because healing and growing and expanding and letting go and moving energy and, and, and removing suppressed, unexpressed emotion. How does that look in a person? It's so hard to define. It looks different in every single person. Yes. I've always guaranteed results. You've always okay, guaranteed. Okay. I know that this works in scientifically yes. proven ways. So it, it's really interesting, but, but what it works means can be really different from person to person. Sure. If nothing else, if somebody has done the work, they're at least going to have some amazing coping mechanisms. And we are, as a world, severely lacking those as a whole. I like to challenge you on the word coping mechanism because I, I think words matter. I feel like EFT is more of a management and healing strategy because coping to me is like a is dealing with suppressing it's like whereas EFT is like a healing thing it's not coping you're actually because if you were in the moment of say that panic attack or what have you okay you could cope with that panic attack much better in the moment okay if you were to pause and do a round of EFT but that's not to say that you won't have a panic attack again I understand what you're saying you do the further healing management okay work to go with that okay but it's both because if you can't cope to begin with, you're going to have a really hard time getting into those dark corners and cleaning them out. Okay. So this is kind of like an acute and, um, like a long-term tool. Yeah. 
it's it's like the ultimate like and wait there's more like, you know, it's like there's always like something more that I can do with this tool because it's so it just it's all encompassing mm-hmm. there's nothing we can't work on with this so I have a question about um you mentioned earlier about trusting your inner voice or maybe I mentioned it <laughs> I, I don't know it came up in this conversation thing that I think either of us would talk about when you're working through something like EFT when you're tapping when you're doing it on yourself when you're gu- doing it with a guide or a professional is this a way to find clarity with what with the distinction between the storyteller the ego the survival mechanisms and your intuition, your soul, your inner voice? Absolutely. I like the way you put that too. Um, definitely. So let's talk about that a little I have, bit. I have rounds on, on YouTube. If you look them up or link them in the show notes on <laughs> okay, uh, cool. know, finding more clarity or finding your, intu- clear, clearing up your intuition. I forget what, how I called them in that, but definitely you can work on honing and bringing more of your intuitive voice up in you so that you have more of that empowered empowerment and, you know, just re- it's reclaiming your power. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really like what you get to do when you work through this and getting clear on things. I actually, I think I sent out an email the other day about clarity and how I like to uh, tap on clarity at the beginning of each week, just so that I can really make sure that I am standing in my purpose and showing oh, yeah. and serving the way mm-hmm. that I want to and being the mom and wife that I want to be and just really knocking out the non-essentials out of my way and being really clear about where I want to stand in that week. But I think it, like reclaiming your power comes at like a soul level. I mean, I know a lot of people that feel powerful because they're right and they proved someone else wrong and they're recla- they feel a sense of superiority and power in their lives because of that's this different. Do you, I, okay that's okay that's different that's totally different and i just want to make that distinction because like to reclaim like your inner goddess or like the it's soul like self love and what i like to call manufactured self love like the things that we like to say we're doing to love ourselves that are really like throwing ourselves under the bus over and over again and the stuff that's yes. actually like that tough love self love that actually like nourishes us the way we need to be nourished but yeah, there's there's all kinds of ways that we can feel our power, I suppose. But yep. there's no power really in superiority. There, there really isn't. <laughs> Absolutely. Which brings me to my last question, comment, discussion point is, how are people within your world and within this world of EFT, we live in cycles, Things are cyclical and oftentimes this has just come up a lot in my practice. So I'm I'm asking people that I'm interviewing about how uh, I believe in the evolve or repeat method. When you repeat um, over you, you you will repeat everything until you you evolve. Repeat the past until you until you evolve it somehow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, I also do understand that evolution or the word word evolve is a little bit of a righteous term in many ways. However, People seem to be stuck in their cyclical pattern of stuckness here. How can we break that cycle through EFT? Oh, I love, love, love working with people that are stuck. Okay. Everybody's stuck. Yeah. You know, in one way or another, there's that that pattern that we can break. And Mm -hmm. yeah, procrastination and stuckness are like 
they're so much fun. I mean, I, I find it fun. I'm not, I'm not saying that people's pain or challenges are fun right. things, but no, no I understand. They have this way to work on it that actually gets people unstuck and helps them to progress up the emotional scale and to actually find themselves doing things differently as a result yeah. of it, showing up differently. Um, kind of wondering like, Hey, who, who am I like right now? Like this isn't the way I used to show up. And yeah, it's, that's, it's, there's a lot of ways to work on it. It's a pretty in-depth process. The, um, you know, it, it's a multi-session kind of a thing working on procrastination or stuckness or things like that. But it's, it's also, I mean, it's, it's brings the shoppers in again, because a lot of the reasons that we get stuck have to do with those lower chakra feelings that you're not safe for one reason or another. That you're not safe. That seems weird to think about right now. When you really go back to like when you were born or when you were a kid or a young girl or whatever, and you think about all the things that you did or didn't feel safe about, there's there's a foundation that is or isn't there that you need to be able to keep things flowing in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuckness. Uh-huh. I mean, it is it is the narrative of the of this century. <laughs> It is the narrative. So happy to have you on the show to share your light and your knowledge. Where can people find you? What do you got coming up? Like, how can we benefit from this over the holidays? It's going to be so stressful. And what can, how can, how can we get more of you? Absolutely. If you are interested in looking into more of what I do, I suggest going to www.gamechangingconversation.com and there you can book some time on Zoom with me. I will dig into what's going on with you and help Mm. you understand how it might be able to be applied to whatever it is that you're struggling with because the work I do runs the gamut and nothing is off limits. So I, I typically work with what I like to call mompreneurs, you know, female mm-hmm. entrepreneurs that are raising families and really looking for that mythical balance between the two yeah. and trying to help them to really, you know, find their footing and balance it out as much as we humanly can with what we've got and mm-hmm. use this to level up with, you know, business strategy and all sorts of other things as well. But there's, there's so many different realms of things that we can go in when we work together. And, um, yeah, you can, you can find out more about what I do there. Amazing. I will definitely link that in the show notes. Thank you so, so much. much for having me today. Lisa. Oh. This is great. It was so much fun to just chit chat and yeah. discuss all sorts of things. This is like my favorite topic. I, I, I really hold a lot of space and gratitude for what you do and for coming forward and being so open with this, like voodoo magic stuff that you do. I'm just kidding. It's not voodoo. energy is literally everything. Yes. So there's, we cannot discount the value of energy work. We really can't. And with that, um, I hope to see you back on the show sometime. Let's continue this conversation. Thanks again, Lisa. Bye now. Okay, I'm over here giving you a big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast. Did you know Spotify is now allowing ratings? So if you're listening to the show on Spotify, please give this show a five-star rating. If you're looking for more, head over to elisaunfiltered.com for show notes and all the links to all things Elisa Unfiltered. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.